Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we come before you, O oh God, this day to appreciate you, to thank you, to tell you that we love you. There is no other God that we bow down to. Father, we thank you for you have raised us up this morning, O oh Lord. Many people died during the night, but we are here because of your mercy because of your grace, O oh God. And we thank you, Father, for your divine protection of our lives. We thank you for this beautiful day, O oh Lord, that you have given us. We thank you for the opportunity that you have afforded us, O oh God, to share your word with your people, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that your people will open their hearts, O oh God, and believe, because it is unbelief that makes us to perish, oh God. But if we believe in God, then we stand a good chance of going to of going to heaven, of inheriting the kingdom of God. We thank you, Father, for your mercies. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the fact that, oh Lord, we are here today to proclaim, oh God, your gospel, to profess your holy name in Jesus' mighty name. We well, brothers and sisters, let me take this time and, and, and greet you in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherever you might be this morning, perhaps you, you maybe you are in, in, um, in America. I know that we have people in America, a lot of people in America who follow uh, this podcast. And uh, I know that we have people in Asia, in Europe and in Africa that follow podcast i would like to say that i appreciate you i love you with the love of our lord jesus christ well my name is a latter day preacher i am a latter day preacher i come from south africa this is your your favorite favorite podcast deep utterances of the word of god where we go deep in the word of the lord thank you jesus well today we are continuing from where we left off remember are holding a, what we call um, it's a series you know um, it's a series and the theme is the eternal God is the theme is the eternal God so today yesterday we, we, we talked about the nature of God right we talked about the nature of God so today we are continuing today we are talking about the character of God and tomorrow we are finishing our our series. We are finishing our series tomorrow. So today we are talking about the character of God, the character of God. Well, what do I mean when I talk about the character of God? So God is eternal love, right? We said yesterday, since we said that when we were talking about the nature of God, we talked about it, God who is eternal love, who is eternal light, and who is eternal life. So God is eternal love and light and life which he expresses by his character. What are his character? What is his God's character? What is God's character? God's character is righteousness, is holiness, and goodness. His righteousness is holiness and goodness. Righteousness, holiness, and goodness. So what do I mean when I talk about um, character of God? What do I mean when I talk about the character of God. So, um, when, or the character of God. So we said that God, the character of God, has three components. Praise God, has three component, components. 
one is righteousness two is holiness and three is goodness so what do i mean when i talk about righteousness when i talk about righteousness means god's thoughts plans purposes are always right mm-hmm. let me repeat this when we talk about righteousness means god's thoughts plans purposes are always right there is no wrong in him and everything he does or allows to happen is just or everything he does or allows to happen it is just hallelujah now when we talk about that god is always right because he is a god of righteousness and i'm thinking of a story of um i love this story in the bible um many people have heard me talk about this story you know um the story of job you know what god allowed job to go through praise god because god you know he tempt he, he does not tempt us but he does test us but he does allow temptations praise god so the bible says that you know um that the, 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 what what jesus went through you know the the, 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 the troubles um you know um the rejection you know the beatings you know um the testing that he went through every trouble that jesus went through praise god so made him to be obedient made him to be obedient so the troubles that you are going through right now that god has allowed god is not wrong to allow for you to go through the fire that you are going through right now so in other words god is not wrong for allowing the devil to tempt you remember the story of job from 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 from, from the first line of the book of job we learn that job was uh, was blameless he was upright not only upright he he feared god and he shunned the evil that means this man he was truly a man of god he loved god and on top of that because of his obedience to god because of he of 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 him walking in obedience or um uh walking in obedience or living according to the will of the father so god blessed him he blessed him he blessed him with wealth he blessed him with children he had he had 10 children he had a lot of wealth praise god he had servants praise god on top of that he was a respected man member of the community leaders respected him praise god he was respected by the community this was we're talking about a man who god had no reason to 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 test him praise god but he did praise god he did test job and what he, job went through to you and me is unfair praise god taking into account that he was a man who feared the lord what he went through was unfair according to me as i was reading that story of job praise god and I, i i was thinking this is not this is so unfair this was a man who feared the lord but now that i know praise god that god is never wrong praise god 
whatever he does it is just because he is a god of righteousness this is what the bible says here the bible says that you know what he allows is just what went what what job went through to you and me was unfair but according to god it was just praise god and in the end it proved that it was just because god is a god of righteousness we were talking earlier in the previous um um segments on this topic of eternal God. We have mentioned that God is all powerful, right? We have mentioned that God is all powerful and he is all knowing. That's when we were talking about the attributes of God. We said that God is all powerful. We said that God is omniscient, that he is all knowing. So he knows why he allows us to go through what we go through. Praise God. So the purpose of God, we might not understand it now, but in later years, we will understand why we had to go through what we went through. Praise God. So obedience and knowing God in a deeper way, praise God, happens when we are walking in the desert. Praise God. Happens when we are walking through the fire. Praise God. But even though the Lord allows us to go through that, he says that you are not alone. He said that I will not forsake you. You know, he said that the waters that you are going through will not drown you. Praise God. He says that the fire that you are walking, we are walking through will not burn you. Praise God. He said, I am there with you in the waters, in the fire. In the desert, I am there with you. So in whatever that God has allowed us to go through, it is just. Praise God. It is just. Praise God. Because we serve a God who is righteous. We serve. So his thoughts for us are just. And his plans for us are just. In the book of Jeremiah, praise God. He says that I know the plans I have for you. Or the thoughts I have toward you. He knows the plans and those plans are not to harm us. God is not the devil. His plan, remember what the Bible says in John 10. 10. The, the Bible says about the devil. He says about the devil. He comes to steal, to kill and destroy. Hallelujah. But God has come so that we may have life and have it in abundance. Hallelujah. So, the meaning of God. So, God's plan and the purpose is those for us. Praise God. Are to prosper us. Praise God. As God's purpose and plan is to give us eternal life. God's plan and, and, and purpose is to make sure that, that none of his children are perishing. So, his thoughts for us, his plan for us, his purpose for us is just. Praise God. He's just. Praise God, it is not wrong. It is the devil that comes to steal and kill and destroy. But unfortunately, praise God, or fortunately, God does allow that to take place. Why? Because it is for your own benefit. It is for your own good. God is just. He is never, ever, ever wrong. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. So we're talking about that God who says that uh, um, God's thoughts, 
plans, purposes are always right. So in him, there is no wrong. And everything he does or allows to happen is just. Now, read the book, read the book of Genesis 18, verse 25. It reads like this. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? Will not the judge of all earth do right? Meaning that God never does wrong. Praise God. Not the all-powerful God I know. Not the omnipresent God I know. No, 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 no. Not the all-knowing God I know. Praise God. Not the all-knowing God I know. Then Psalm 116 verse 5 says, The Lord is gracious and righteous. The Lord is gracious and righteous. That is why Jesus said in the Gospel of Matthew, praise God, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6 verse 33 that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and the light and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you praise God because if we want if we're going to say that we we, 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 we we are imitating God then we will also clothe ourselves with the character of God which is righteousness we must be the righteousness of God. We must be the righteousness of God. Remember what the Bible says about Abraham. Abraham believed and he became the righteousness of God. And he was regarded as the righteousness of God. So for God to be righteousness, you must believe. Believing means that walking in his ways. Believing means that fulfilling the purpose of God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Well, let us stop it there for, for the righteousness part. Now we are going to talk about another component. Remember today we are talking about the character of God. So we are talking about another component right now. We are talking about holiness. We are talking about holiness. We said that God is a righteous God, right? We said that God, whatever God allows or does just now we're talking about holiness what do i mean when i talk about holiness so holiness means that god is always separate from evil holiness means that god is always separate from evil god is always separate from evil god is always separate from evil what does that mean this actually means that God is blameless. God is upright. God is pure. God is holy. In Him, in other words, in Him there is no sin. This means, therefore, that uh, God is perfect. He is a perfect God. I am not perfect. Because I'm not God, but I know one thing that one thing that I know is that God is perfect. And Paul said that we are all called into holiness. Praise God. We are all called in, uh, into holiness. It's a pity that in today's church, you 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 hardly find churches that that preach holiness. Praise God. That that is why the Church of Jesus Christ and is in such a chaos these days. Praise God, because we no longer preach, we no longer preach holiness. We no longer preach holiness. 
but we say that we serve a God who is holy. And the Bible says that we must imitate him. I want you to remind you that Jesus, who was without sin, without blemish, praise God, it became sin only one time when he was on the cross. And he took upon our sins because he is holy. And the Bible says he was, is, is without blemish and he was without sin until that moment on the cross when he took upon our sins. Praise God. When he took upon our sins. So he became, praise God, he became, his blood became the atonement that was needed because his sacrifice was once and for all. So after Jesus sacrificed, he, he was sacrificed on the cross, no, 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 no other blood was needed. Not the blood of the animals that people used to, to slaughter, praise God, before. Because that blood was, was, was weak. That blood had no ability to reconcile us back to God. That blood had no ability to wash away our sins. That blood had no ability to bring us into this new covenant. The covenant of grace that we are in. Praise God. So God is blameless. He is without sin. And he is holy. And then the Bible says, we are also called into holiness. We are also called into holiness. When we talk about holiness, we mean that God is always separate from evil. So when you say talking about being holy, when you're talking about being holy, you are talking about a person who must despise evil. Remember, I mentioned Job, and the Bible says that he feared God and he shunned evil. He feared God and he shunned evil. Shining, shunning evil means that hating doing evil, hating wickedness, always wanting to do, praise God, always wanting to do what is good, always wanting to do what pleases the Lord. Praise God. That is what we mean when we talk about holiness. Holiness is not complicated. Praise God. Holiness is, is not complicated. Holiness because our God is holy and he expects us to be the same. He expects our characters to be as same as his character. He expects our characters because we are talking about the character of God. And when you talk about the character of God, you talk about righteousness. You talk about holiness, which means God is always separate from evil. So the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 3, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. The whole earth is full of his glory. The whole earth is full of his glory. He is holy. He is without blemish. He is holy. He is without sin. He is perfect. That is our God. And he expects us to be the same. He expects us to be the same. He expects us to be the same. So the Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. That is Psalm 145 verse 17. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works and holy in all his works. So in, a, in, 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 in simple terms, holy means shunning evil. Holy means 
despising wickedness. Holy means hating sin. Holy means hating sin. Holy means imitating Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our, of our faith. That is what holiness, holiness means. Hallelujah. That is what holiness means. That is what holiness means. Hallelujah. Now, let us go and talk about um, component number three. We, we have, when we, we, we were talking about the character of God today, we have talked about righteousness, we have talked about holiness. Now let's talk about the goodness of God. Let's talk about the goodness of God. I'm not, I'm not going to be long today. Let's talk about the goodness of God. The goodness of God means God is good in himself and he is good in all, in all that he does or says means that God is good in himself and he is good in all that he does and say. Now, look at Psalm 34, verse 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Praise mighty Jesus. So God is a God of goodness. That is one of his character. God does not behave like the devil. The devil is, 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 is evil. God is good. And, and, and we like to say this in our churches. God is good all the time. Indeed, his goodness is eternal. His goodness is his character. Praise God. His goodness is his character. But you will never see the goodness of God if you live in sin. You will never see the goodness of God if you commit wickedness. You will never see the goodness of God if you are not living according to his will. But when you live according to his will, you will see the goodness. You will see the goodness. But if you decide to repent today and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you will see the goodness of the Lord. Because it is said that um, goodness, that, that, that God is good in himself and is good in all that he does or says. So taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. So Psalm 33 verse 5 says that the earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. The reason why you don't see it is because you are in darkness. So those who live in the light, those who are born again, can see the goodness of God. But those who live in sin cannot see it because the devil has put a veil in your eyes. So you cannot see the goodness of the Father. You cannot see the goodness of God because you are in wickedness. You are living in sin. That means that you are in darkness. And you need to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord for you to be brought into the light so that the veil that... Um, that the veil that is veiling your eyes, the veil that is veiling your eyes can be removed in a blink of an eye. The minute you say that I believe, the minute that you confess with your mouth that Christ is, is, is truly um, the Son of God, He died and was resurrected, the minute that you say that it is so, the minute you believe in your heart, then the Bible says you are saved. And the minute that you are saved in a blink of an eye, the veil is removed. Then you will see 
the goodness of our Father. You will see the goodness that Psalm 23 verse 5 is talking about. That the earth is full of goodness of the Lord. You too will see it. You too will comprehend the light. Because right now you cannot comprehend it. Because you are in darkness and you need the veil to be removed. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Father, I pray, oh God, that our hearts will be a good soil. That, oh God, your word will come and grow until we come to the full knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, oh God. We thank you, Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I am Latter-day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God. Look, if you are on SoundCloud, you can search for my podcast there. It is um, called, uh, you can search for Latter-day Preacher on, on, on SoundCloud. On SoundCloud, you, you can also look at on, on every um, um, app that has podcasts, you know. Spotify, I'm there. You look for deep utterances of the Word of God on Spotify. You will find me there. Look, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Let's let let us hope that the God is God that we serve um, is gonna keep you safe. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray for you. Um, until next time, bye bye. Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we glory, O God, in your presence. We honor you, O God. We magnify you. We thank you, O God, for this day. We thank you, Father, that we are alive. We don't take it, O God, for granted that we are alive today. We know that many who wanted to be alive today, they couldn't be alive. But because of your grace and love, we are here today to proclaim your gospel, to proclaim the name of Jesus, to profess it, O oh God, unto nations, to preach your gospel unto nations, O oh God. For it is only through your word that we can be saved, that all of us can be saved. Because the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. And when that word is in our hearts, O oh God, we begin to behave like Jesus Christ. Our character becomes like the character of God. Father, we thank you for the gift of life, for the gift of salvation. We thank you for the souls that are being saved daily because of your amazing word, oh God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we glorify you, we honor you in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Well, let me take this time to salute you wherever you are. Um, as you know, 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 today is the finale. I am Latter Day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Today, it's our final day of the series that we have been having um, the eternal God. Yesterday, We've, we we talked about the name uh, yesterday we talked about the name of God we talked
talked about the name of God. We went deep into uh, the personal name of God. Praise mighty Jesus. We've mentioned all those things. You can find them if you were not listening from the previous, previous, um, um, yesterday's segment. Praise mighty Jesus. But today, we I started a little bit late today. So, um, I have to be in, in a rush, 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 rush. But, yeah, man, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We thank God. Today is our finale. We are finalizing the the the, the, the series that we have been having. And today we are talking about the eternal God and mankind. You know, we couldn't just finish the the the, 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 the eternal God series without mentioning God and mankind. Hallelujah. Talked about the names of God. We talked about His character. You know, we talked about His nature. We talked about His attributes. Now it's time. We talked about His name. We talk. It's time to talk about His creation, which are human beings. We talk about God, the eternal God, and mankind. Today is the theme of our segment. Praise God. Of course, finalizing um, um, our series. Hallelujah. So um, let us get into it right now. Let us get into it right now. So the ruling Elohim angels called sons of God together with the mankind were created in the image and solitude of God. Can I repeat? The ruling Elohim angels called sons of God together with mankind were created in the image and solitude of God. As such, they are close extensions of the eternal God in the universe made to rule with God over his creation. So, here it is said that we are the eternal it, we are the extension, the extension of the eternal God in the universe. The Bible says in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26, God said, Let's, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion, and let them have dominion and let them have dominion. So, when a person that you, as a human being, you have dominion, he means it because God said it. Praise God. So, we know that we have dominion. We know that we have we have authority over the creation of this earth. Because why? Because God said it himself. He said, let us make, let us make, let us make, let us make. He said, let us make or let us create. Okay. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Genesis 1 verse 26. Who was God talking to? Because obviously when he said, let us make, surely he was talking to, 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 to some sort of beings, to being, to 
to, 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 to the other person. Hallelujah. So he said, God, let us make in our image after our likeness and let them dominion. So I, I want you to understand that before God created us, already he had created angels. Hallelujah. He had created angels. And angels were created in the image of God. Praise God. Because angels were created in the image of God. That is why here it is said that the ruling Elohim angels called sons of God together with mankind were created in the image and similitude of God. So all of us, including the angels. So God here confers his divine counsel of Elohim angels. He confers his divine counsel of Elohim angels. Praise God. Praise God. So he's talking to, 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 to the angels when he said that let us make man in our own image, our own image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Praise God. And let them have dominion. So mankind close affinity to God is because of the creator breathed his eternal spirit into man's mortal body and man became a living person indwelt by God. You see, when God created man, when God, we, we, we all know that God created man from, from, from the dust of the earth, right? So the body is the dust of the earth. And then he breathed his spirit unto a man. That is what we call breath. Praise God. That is why when we die, praise God, we run out of breath. Praise God. The breath that makes us to breathe. Because this breath is a breath of life. A breath which the Lord, God himself, breathed unto us and to our nostrils. So it is then said that into a man's mortal body and man became a living person indwelled by God because there was no way that God would create um, just a body and, and leave it there. That body was just a body. It was a corpse. It was a statue. It had no life. For it to have life, praise God, for it to become a, 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 a living being, God had to breathe, praise God, the air that it needed, the spirit that it needed. So um, uh, that is why I say into a man's mortal body and man became a living person indwelt by God. So the Lord God, Yahweh Elohim, formed man from the dust of the ground, right? And breathed into, into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. Hallelujah. The Lord God, Yahweh Elohim, formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and became a living being. So man became a living being. You find this in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. So in other words, what does this mean? This means that this means that therefore um, dust of the ground it, 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 it equals or it means 
physical body because men were created from the dust of the ground. Adam was created from the dust of the ground. When we talk about men, we know where Eve come from. We know where Eve come from. Because Eve come from the man. Come from the man. Come from the ribs of a man. Praise God. So, Adam, the man, was created from the dust. From the dust. From the dust of the ground. Which means that the dust of the ground equals to the physical body of a man. The physical body that all of us human beings have. Praise God. So, the breath of life that I'm talking about. Because remember what the Bible says. That God and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. So, the breath of life that I'm talking about equals to a spirit. It is a spirit. Praise God. That gave us life. And not just any spirit, but the spirit of God, which God had breathed, breathed unto our nostrils. Hallelujah. So, and after God had, had, had breathed in our nostrils, that spirit, the Bible says that we became living beings. We became living. What is a living being? A living being is a soul. What do I mean? A person. You know, there is what we call the breath of life, which is the spirit. Praise God. But there is what we call a soul. Which, which one is it? So we, it is the soul that will inherit the kingdom of God. It is the, that is why your soul must not be corrupted. So when you are born again, when you are born again and accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, your soul is saved, praise God. Because what makes a human being is the soul. What makes a human being is the soul. What will not die from a human being is the soul. Even when the spirit leaves the body, but the soul will not die because the soul is the human being. The dust of the earth is not, does not make you a human being. Does not make you a human being. The dust of the earth which makes you, which makes a body, it, 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 it is a vessel. Praise God. So for the, for the soul needed a body, needed to enter a body, needed to enter a body. It is the similar thing. That a demon, praise God, has to have a body. Praise God. That is why the devil uses human beings to do his dirty work. To do his work of darkness. Praise God. Praise God. Because the spirit, the, even the demons cannot just be on the earth. Praise God. They have to indwell a person. Praise God. That is why demons are cast out every day by men and women that God has raised. Because they are in their bodies and we cast them out because we know that they are not effective when they are out of the bodies. We cast them out of the bodies because our bodies are temples of God. They are vessels which were meant to, 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 to be a host to the soul, which is you. To the soul, which is you. You are the soul. Praise God. You are the soul. Praise God. And you are the temple. Your body is a temple. And that temple is the temple where the Holy Spirit dwells. Where God dwells. Praise God. 
so the demonic spirits are not needed in the body that is why we cast them out that is why we cast them out for the body must remain pure for the body must remain holy for the body must remain for the use of the holy spirit and for the use of god our bodies are temples of god that is why we say that we are the living beings when you are a living being you must remember that your body is just an a vessel something that god must use for you to to live on this planet and to function praise god you must be in a body and that is why god has allocated you a body that is why god has allocated you a body from your mother's womb God allocated you a body because God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Praise God. And your soul needed a body and God allocated you the body that you have. Praise God. That is why even when Jesus came, praise God. When Jesus came, he was clothed when he came on this earth. He was clothed in a human body. God allocated him a body because he cannot praise God accomplish the works of God if he was not seen if he did not come on this earth as a human being praise God he had to be here he had to interact to interact with us in a physical form praise God so he had to manifest so the God in heaven praise God had to manifest praise God so when people when those people who were lucky enough who were lucky enough to see Jesus in the flesh when they saw him they saw God because even Jesus said it that now that you have seen me know that you have seen the father you see me you see the father in the flesh praise God so this is this realm that what we call earth you have to be in a body praise God and when we die living this earth then we will clothe ourselves with a heavenly body because this body is only can only function on this earth praise God it was created by the dust of this earth so when we die we leave this body behind praise God and and the bible says that you know when 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 that day comes when we see Jesus the bible says that we will be like him praise God and then Paul he says that you know the mortal body praise God where mortal body will will be clothed with immortality so there is a body that is meant to, to for for there is a body that is that is that is mortal that is meant that you are meant to be in for only a little while for only a little while it is this earthly body but when you leave this mortal body my goodness what happens and what comes next it will be a body that is immortal a body of immortality a body that means that from now on you will not die you will not hunger you will not cry no one will look down on you because where you are now you will be in heaven hallelujah so the living being equals to a soul praise god so let us continue so mankind's close affinity to god enables him to commune 
and have fellowship with his traitor. Eternity is thus present in our hearts, giving us wisdom and understanding to know the things of God. So he has set eternity in the hearts of men. This is found in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes, it, it, is, it, it is found there. He has set eternity in the hearts of men. In the hearts of men. I, I, I would like us to go further on this point that I've made just here. That um, mankind mankind's close affinity to God enables him to commune and have fellowship with his traitor um, uh, with his creator eternity is thus present in our hearts giving us wisdom and understanding to know the things of God praise God and then this was mankind's original condition but since the fall into sin resulting in death the knowledge of God was lost and man's heart was enveloped and darkness that is why i said i wanted to explain further on that point praise god on that point because if you read the bible in the book of genesis you will realize that you know men used to fellowship with god that men used to be close with god god would visit adam you know in the garden adam and eve and he would fellowship with them he would communicate with them they were close they were friends you know their relationship was that of a friendship of that of a father to and a son they were close to god the only thing that made god to depart from men was the sin or the disobedience of adam and eve praise god and that had made them to be chased away from the garden of eden hallelujah therefore that invited death praise god because in the original plan of god adam and eve were meant to live for eternity so the breath that god breathed on them it was a immortal breath praise life was not supposed to be cut short praise god they were supposed to live for eternity but because of the obedience praise god that which was not meant to die praise god that which was Im- imper- which was imperishable became perishable hallelujah praise god praise god now adam and eve invited death unto man so ever since adam and eve disobeyed god god left them left their hearts because adam you and eve used to live in the garden of 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 of, of in the garden of eden which was a holy place praise god which was a holy place praise god which was a holy they had everything there they were living in abundance there and then the devil became jealous because the bible calls him a snake and not just a snake but a cunning snake praise god so he deceived them and 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 and, and they were deceived and because of that they fell from grace and because of that they lost the friendship and the fellowship they had with god and because of that they fell from divinity we were divine human beings that is why god had in mind a plan to restore praise god his children 
to restore his children back to him. So the original plan came back, was restored when Jesus came and died on that cross. Hallelujah. Because the blood of animals, the blood of animals was too weak. The blood of animals cannot bring us to, to the consciousness of sin. The blood of animals did, was not able to wash away the sins of men. The blood of animals was just weak, 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 weak. So the blood of the Holy Lamb was needed. Praise God. That is why Jesus came for us. Praise God. So that we will be restored back to God. So that God will dwell in us again. So that we will begin to, to fellowship and, and commune with God. Just like Adam and Eve did before they fell from grace. And now, that is why we call this covenant, new covenant, a covenant of grace. Because Jesus restored us back to grace. When you when you accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you are restored back to divinity. To divinity. The only reason or the only way you can lose that divinity is if you continue to sin like Adam. Praise God. There is no one saved, you know, or one saved always saved. That is um, a, a, a doctrine that is from men. Basically, it is a doctrine of men. But biblically, we understand that even from the beginning of time, Adam and Eve, as I said, they were living under the grace of God. That is why we say they fell from grace. You fall from grace when you commit sin. Praise God. Jesus died on that cross and he became a sacrifice. And the Bible says once and for all. So there is no, I, there is no other sacrifice. So if you fall from grace now, and you go back to your wicked ways and you begin to live in darkness again nothing can save you now nothing can and you die in that state you go back you fall and then people some people call it backsliding you backslide okay you go back into the world you continue to sin praise god we must understand one thing jesus died once he is not going to die again for your sins when he comes back now, he comes to judge. He comes to save. Nothing else. Everyone will account. And if you fall from grace now and you go back to your sinning ways, my goodness, my Lord, my Jesus, I pity you. <clears throat> Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, this was mankind's original condition. But since the fall into sin resulting in death, the knowledge of God was lost and man's heart was enveloped in darkness. That is why Jesus came. Praise God. That is why Jesus came. Praise God. That is why Jesus came. To bring back the knowledge of God unto man. And now we know God. We fellowship with him. We are closer to him because his spirit is, lives in us, dwells in us. Praise God. And now our hearts. So the, when, when God left Abraham, Adam and Eve, it is said that, you know, darkness enveloped in their hearts. But when you accept Jesus Christ, 
you are delivered you are delivered automatically you are delivered from darkness which was holding you in bondage which was holding you in a cage of sin you are delivered from that darkness you are now restored back to light becomes you know your way now you become you are delivered from darkness into the light so that darkness that was enveloping in your heart it is removed it, because it was a veil so that veil becomes torned now you can see the light yet again hallelujah so the the bible the bible if you read the book of ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 you read the book of ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 it says that you were dead in your transgressions and sins you were dead in your transgressions and sins since abraham disobeyed god since abraham and eve disobeyed god men became dead in their transgression and sins praise god even the law of moses could not help them praise god because they had the law but they did not have faith praise god so now we believe in god through faith in jesus christ praise god so the bible says that we are saved by hope when you talk about salvation salvation comes by hope but first we have faith because we have faith because belief is faith the bible says that faith cometh by hearing the word of god so in order for you to believe you must believe the word of god you must believe that god does exist and you must believe that his son jesus christ died and was resurrected for your sins so that you not anybody else you you can be saved so that you you can hear, inherit the kingdom of god praise god so it is by faith today that we stand here and say we are going to heaven and the hope we have in the salvation that jesus brought unto us are you hearing me my goodness glory to jesus now god made a redemption plan to restore fellowship with his people that is what i was talking about so god so jesus was that redemption plan right jesus was that redemption was that redemption plan so he became uh he became the author of eternal salvation to all them all that obey him so in hebrews um um uh, chapter 5 verse 9 it says eternal light eternal light how pure the soul must be when placed within thy searching sight it shrinks not but with calm delight can live and look on thee but with calm delight praise mighty jesus but with calm delight can live and look on thee we are talking about the eternal god and mankind we are talking about the eternal god and mankind and we have mentioned in this that you know god created us in his let us just recap god created us in his image and in his um likeness right so when you look at the mirror and you see yourself you must know that you are like god you are the image and your likeness is of god praise god So even the angels that God created first if you read the book of 
of, 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 of Hebrews, you will understand that the angels were, the angels are ministering spirits created, created for us, created to serve us, created, the Bible in the book of Hebrews says that, created to minister to those who will inherit the kingdom of God, not just for anyone, but those who will inherit the kingdom of God. It means that born again, that means born again Christians. So the angels, they were also created in the image of the Father and the likeness of the Father together with us. And we must know that, you know, the spirit, the air that we breathe is the air that was breathed to us by God. It was given to us by God and that spirit dwelt in us. But somewhere along the way, we lost touch with God and we fell from his favor and we were chased out of the garden. Praise God. But by the grace of God, because God is a God of mercy and God of love, God forgives. Praise God. God forgives. Praise God. He is all-knowing. He is all-powerful. He is omnipresent. So he made a plan of redemption. And that plan was Jesus Christ. Today we say we are going to inherit the kingdom of God as the children of God. Praise God. Even though we didn't deserve it, it is because of the blood. Or, or it is because of the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus Christ. Let's just uh, uh, hold it there for today. Uh, uh, I don't know what's happening in my tongue. Um, it's, I'm tongue-tied, if you know what I mean, today. Eh, English, yeah, 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 yeah. It kills us Africans sometimes. <laughs> it does. It kills us. It kills us. It kills us. It kills us. You know, it kills us. But it's okay. God is faithful all the time. Um, let us just pray and close it. Father, we thank you. We thank you, O oh Lord, for this day. We thank you, Father, for the word, O oh God, that lights up our minds and our souls and our hearts. Father, we pray that our hearts will be a good soul so that your word, O oh God, as a seed, will be able to grow until we come to the full knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Well, I am Latter-day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God. Until we meet again, stay safe and stay well. Uh, Bye-bye. Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we glory, O God, in your presence. We honor you, O God. We magnify you. We thank you, O God, for this day. We thank you, Father, that we are alive. We don't take it, O God, for granted that we are alive today. We know that many who wanted to be alive today, they couldn't be alive. But because of your grace and love, We are here today to proclaim your gospel, to proclaim the name of Jesus, to profess it, O God, unto nations, to preach your gospel unto nations, O God. For it is only through your word that we can be saved. 
that all of us can be saved because the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God and when that word is in our hearts of God we begin to behave like Jesus Christ our character becomes like the character of God father we thank you for the gift of life for the gift of salvation we thank you for the souls that are being saved daily because of your amazing word oh God in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ we glorify you we honor you in Jesus mighty name thank you Lord well let me take this time to salute you wherever you are um as you know, 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 today is the finale. I am Latter Day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Today, it's our final day of the series that we have been having um, the eternal God. Yesterday, We've, we we talked about the name uh, yesterday we talked about the name of God we've talked about the name of God we went deep into uh, the personal name of God praise mighty Jesus we've mentioned all those things you can find them if you were not listening from the previous previous um, um, yesterday's segment praise mighty Jesus but today we uh, I started a little bit late today so um, I have to be in, in, in a rush 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 but yeah man we'll see 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 we thank God today is our finale we are finalizing the the the, the, the service that we've been having and today we are talking about the eternal God and mankind you know we couldn't just finish the the the, the, the the eternal God series without mentioning God and mankind hallelujah we've talked about the names of God we talked about his character you know we've talked about his nature we've talked about his attributes now it's time we talked about his name we talk it's time to talk about his creation which are human beings we talk about god the eternal god and mankind today is the theme of our segment praise god of course finalizing um, um our series hallelujah so um let us get into it right now let us get into it right now so the ruling elohim angels called sons of god together with the mankind were created in the image and solitude of God. Can I repeat? The ruling Elohim angels called the sons of God together with mankind were created in the image and solitude of God. As such, they are close extensions of the eternal God in the universe made to rule with God over his creation. So, here it is said that we are the eternal, we are the extension, the extension of the eternal God in the universe. The Bible says 
in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 God said let's let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion and let them have dominion and let them have dominion so when a person that you as a human being you have dominion he means it because God said it praise God so we know that we have dominion we know that we have we have authority over the creation of this earth because why because God said it himself he said let us make let us make let us make let us make he said let us make or let us create okay God said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion Genesis 1 verse 26 who was God talking to because obviously when he said let us make surely he was talking to 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 to, to some sort of beings to being to 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 the other person hallelujah so he said God let us make in our image after our likeness and let them dominion so I, I want you to understand that before God created us already he had created angels hallelujah he had created angels and angels were created in the image of God praise God because angels were created in the image of God that is why uh, it is said that the ruling Elohim angels called sons of God together with mankind were created in the image and similitude of God so all of us including the angels so God here confers his divine counsel of Elohim angels he confers his divine counsel of Elohim angels praise God praise God so he's talking to 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 to, to the angels when he said that let us make man in our own minute our own image after our likeness and let them have dominion praise God and let them have dominion so mankind close affinity to God is because of the creator breathed his eternal spirit into man's mortal body and man became a living person indwelt by God you see, when God created man, when God, we, we, we all know that God created man from, from, from the dust of the earth, right? So the body is the dust of the earth. And then he breathed his spirit unto a man. That is what we call breath. Praise God. That is why when we die, praise God, we run out of breath. Praise God the breath that makes us to breathe because this breath is a breath of life a breath which the lord god himself breathed unto us and to our nostrils so it is then said that into a man's mortal body and man became a living person indwelled by god because there was no way that god would create um, just a body and, and leave it there that body was just a body it was a corpse 
It was a statue. It had no life. For it to have life, praise God, for it to become a, 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 a living being, God had to breathe, praise God, the air that it needed, the spirit that it needed. So um, uh, that is why I say into a man's mortal body and man became a living person indwelt by God. So the Lord God, Yahweh Elohim, formed the man from the dust of the ground, right? And breathed into, into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. Hallelujah. The Lord God, Yahweh Elohim, formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and became a living being. So man became a living being. You find this in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. So in other words, what does this mean? This means that this means that therefore um, dust of the ground it, 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 it equals or it means physical body because men were created from the dust of the ground. Adam was created from the dust of the ground. When we talk about men, we know where Eve come from. We know where Eve come because Eve come from a man. Come from the man. Come from the ribs of a man. Praise God. So Adam, the man, was created from the dust. From the dust. From the dust of the ground. Which means that the dust of the ground equals to the physical body of a man. The physical body that all of us human beings have. Praise God. So the breath of life that I'm talking about. Because remember what the Bible says that God and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. So the breath of life that I'm talking about equals to a spirit. It is a spirit, praise God, that gave us life. And not just any spirit, but the spirit of God, which God had breathed, breathed unto our nostrils. Hallelujah. So, and after God had had, had breathed in our nostrils that spirit the bible says that we became living beings we became living what is a living being a living being is a soul what do i mean a person you know there is what we call the breath of life which is the spirit praise god but there is what we call a soul which which one is it so we, it is the soul that will inherit the kingdom of God. It is the, that is why your soul must not be corrupted. So when you are born again, when you are born again and accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, your soul is saved, praise God, because what makes a human being is the soul. What makes a human being is the soul. What will not die from a human being is the soul. Even when the spirit leaves the body, but the soul will not die because the soul is the human being. The dust of the earth is not, does not make you a human being. Does not make you a human being. The dust of the earth, which makes you, which makes a body, it, 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 it is a vessel. Praise God. So for the for the soul needed a body, needed to enter a body needed to enter a body it is the similar thing that a demon praise god has to have a body 
praise God. That is why the devil uses human beings to do his dirty work, to do his work of darkness. Praise God. Praise God. Because the spirit, the, even the demons cannot just be on the earth. Praise God. They have to indwell a person. Praise God. That is why demons are cast out every day by men and women that God has raised. Because they are in the bodies and we cast them out because we know that they are not effective when they are out of the bodies. We cast them out of the bodies because our bodies are temples of God. They are vessels which were meant to, 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 to be a host to the soul, which is you, to the soul, which is you. You are the soul, praise God. You are the soul, praise God. And you are the temple. Your body is a temple. And that temple is the temple where the Holy Spirit dwells, where God dwells, praise God. So the demonic spirits are not needed in the body. That is why we cast them out. That is why we cast them out. For the body must remain pure. For the body must remain holy. For the body must remain for the use of the Holy Spirit and for the use of God. Our bodies are temples of God. That is why we say that we are the living being. When you are a living being, you must remember that your body is just an, a vessel something that God must use for you to, to live on this planet and to function. Praise God, you must be in a body. And that is why God has allocated you a body. That is why God has allocated you a body. From your mother's womb, God allocated you a body because God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Praise God. And your soul needed a body. And God allocated you the body that you have. Praise God. That is why even when Jesus came, praise God, when Jesus came, he was clothed. When he came on this earth, he was clothed in a human body. God allocated him a body because he cannot, praise God, accomplish the works of God if he was not seen, if he did not come on this earth as a human being. Praise God. He had to be here. He had to interact to interact with us in a physical form. Praise God. So he had to manifest. So the God in heaven, praise God, had to manifest. Praise God. So when people, when those people who were lucky enough, who were lucky enough to see Jesus in the flesh, when they saw him, they saw God. Because even Jesus said it. That now that you have seen me, know that you have seen the Father. You see me, you see the Father in the flesh. Praise God. So this is this realm that what we call earth. You have to be in a body. Praise God. And when we die leaving this earth, then we will clothe ourselves with a heavenly body. Because this body is only can only function on this earth. Praise God. It was created by the dust of this earth. So when we die, we leave this body behind. Praise God. And, and the Bible says that, you know, when, 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 when that day comes, when we see Jesus, the Bible says that we will be like him. Praise God. And then Paul, he says that, you know, the mortal body, 
praise God where multi-body will, will be clothed with immortality. So there is a body that is meant to, to for, for there is a body that is that is that is mortal that is meant that you are meant to be in for only a little while for only a little while it is this earthly body but when you leave this mortal body my goodness what happens and what comes next it will be a body that is immortal a body of immortality a body that means that from now on you will not die you will not hunger you will not cry no one will look down on you because where you are now you will be in heaven hallelujah so the living being equals to a soul praise god so let us continue so mankind's close affinity to god enables him to commune and have fellowship with his traitor. Eternity is thus present in our hearts, giving us wisdom and understanding to know the things of God. So he has set eternity in the hearts of men. This is found in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes, it, you, it, is, it, it is found there. He has set eternity in the hearts of men. In the hearts of men. I, I, I would like us to go further on this point that I've made just here. That um, mankind clo- mankind's close affinity to God enables him to commune and have fellowship with his traitor. Um, uh, with his traitor. Eternity is thus present in our hearts, giving us wisdom and understanding to know the things of God. Praise God. And then this was mankind's original condition. But since the fall into sin resulting in death, the knowledge of God was lost and man's heart was enveloped in darkness. That is why I said I wanted to explain further on that point. Praise God on that point. Because if you read the Bible in the book of Genesis, you will realize that you know man used to fellowship with God. That man used to be close with God. God would visit Adam, you know, in the garden, Adam and Eve, and he would fellowship with them. He would communicate with them. They were close. They were friends. You know, their relationship was that of a friendship, of that of a father to and a son. They were close to God. The only thing that made God to depart from man was the sin or the disobedience of Adam and Eve. Praise God. And that had made them to be chased away from the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. Therefore, that invited death. Praise God. Because in the original plan of God, Adam and Eve were meant to live for eternity. So the breath that God breathed on them, it was an immortal breath. Life was not supposed to be cut short. Praise God. They were supposed to live for eternity. But because of the obedience, praise God, that which was not meant to die, praise God, that which was, Im- imper- which was imperishable became perishable. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Now, Adam and Eve invited death unto man. So ever since Adam and Eve disobeyed God, God left them, 
left their hearts because Adam you and Eve used to live in the garden of 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 of, of in the garden of Eden which was a holy place praise God which was a holy place praise God which was a holy they had everything there they were living in abundance there and then the devil became jealous because the bible calls him a snake and not just a snake but a cunning snake praise God so he deceived them and 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 and, and they were deceived and because of that they fell from grace and because of that they lost the friendship and the fellowship they had with God and because of that they fell from divinity we were divine human beings that is why God had in mind a plan to restore praise God his children to restore his children back to him so the original plan came back was restored when Jesus came and died on that cross. Hallelujah. Because the blood of animals, the blood of animals was too weak. The blood of animals cannot bring us to, to the consciousness of sin. The blood of animals did, was not able to wash away the sins of men. The blood of animals was just weak, 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 weak. So the blood of the Holy Lamb was needed. Praise God. That is why Jesus came for us. Praise God. So that we will be restored back to God. So that God will dwell in us again. So that we will begin to, to fellowship and, and commune with God. Just like Adam and Eve did before they fell from grace. And now, that is why we call this covenant, new covenant, a covenant of grace because Jesus restored us back to grace. When you when you accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you are restored back to divinity. To divinity. The only reason or the only way you can lose that divinity is if you continue to sin like Adam. Praise God. There is no one say, you know, Oh, once saved, always saved. That is um, a, a, a doctrine that is from men, basically. It is a doctrine of men. But biblically, we understand that even from the beginning of time, Adam and Eve, as I said, they were living under the grace of God. That is why we say they fell from grace. You fall from grace when you commit sin. Praise God. Jesus died on that cross and he became a sacrifice. And the Bible says once and for all. So there is no, I, there is no other sacrifice. So if you fall from grace now and you go back to your wicked ways and you begin to live in darkness again, nothing can save you now. Nothing can, and you die in that state. You go back, you fall, and then people, some people call it backsliding. You backslide, okay? You go back into the world. You continue to sin. Praise God. You must understand one thing. Jesus died once. He is not going to die again for your sins. When he comes back now, he comes to judge. He comes to save. Nothing else. Everyone will account. And if you fall from grace now and you go back to your sinning ways, my goodness, my Lord, my Jesus, I pity you. 
glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, this was mankind's original condition. But since the fall into sin, resulting in death, the knowledge of God was lost and man's heart was enveloped in darkness. That is why Jesus came. Praise God. That is why Jesus came. Praise God. That is why Jesus came. To bring back the knowledge of God unto man. And now we know God. We fellowship with him. We are closer to him because his spirit is, lives in us, dwells in us. Praise God. And now our hearts. So the, when, when God left Abraham, Adam and Eve, it is said that, you know, darkness enveloped in their hearts. But when you accept Jesus Christ, you are delivered. You are delivered automatically you are delivered from darkness which was holding you in bondage which was holding you in a cage of sin you are delivered from that darkness you are now restored back bro light becomes you know your way now you become you are delivered from darkness into the light so that darkness that was enveloping in your heart it is removed because it was a veil so that veil becomes torned now you can see the light yet again. Hallelujah. So the, the Bible, the, the Bible, if you read the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, you read the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. It says that you were dead in your transgressions and sins. You were dead in your transgressions and sins. Since Abraham disobeyed God, since Abraham and Eve disobeyed God, man became dead in their transgression and sins. Praise God. Even the law of Moses could not help them. Praise God. Because they had the law, but they did not have faith. Praise God. So now we believe in God through faith in Jesus Christ. Praise God. So the Bible says that we are saved by hope. When you talk about salvation, salvation comes by hope. But first we have faith. Because we have faith. Because belief is faith. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing the word of God. So in order for you to believe, you must believe the word of God. You must believe that God does exist. And you must believe that his son, Jesus Christ, died and was resurrected for your sins. So that you, not anybody else, you, you can be saved. So that you, you can inherit the kingdom of God. Praise God. So it is by faith today that we stand here and say we are going to heaven. And the hope we have in the salvation that Jesus brought unto us. Are you hearing me? My goodness. Glory to Jesus. Now, God made a redemption plan to restore fellowship with his people. That is what I was talking about. So God, so Jesus was that redemption plan, right? Jesus was that was that redemption plan. So he became, uh, he became the author of eternal salvation to all them all that obey him. So in Hebrews um, um, uh, chapter five, verse nine, it says, "Eternal light, eternal light, how pure the soul must be." When placed within thy searching sight, it shrinks not, but with calm delight can live and look on thee. 
but will come to light. Praise mighty Jesus, but with come delight can live and look on thee. We are talking about the eternal God and mankind. We are talking about the eternal God and mankind. And we have mentioned in this that, you know, God created us in his, let us just recap. God created us in his image and in his um, likeness, right? So when you look at the mirror and you see yourself, you must know that you are like God. You are the image and your likeness is of God. Praise God. So even the angels that God created first, if you read the book of, 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 of Hebrews, you will understand that the angels were... The angels are ministering spirits created, created for us, created to serve us, created. The Bible in the book of Hebrews says that created to minister to those who will inherit the kingdom of God. Not just for anyone, but those who will inherit the kingdom of God. It means that born again, that means born again Christians. So the angels, they were also created in the image of the Father and the likeness of the Father together with us. And we must know that, you know, the spirit, the air that we breathe is the air that was breathed to us by God. It was given to us by God and that spirit dwelt in us. But somewhere along the way, we lost touch with God and we fell from his favor and we were chased out of the garden. Praise God. But by the grace of God, because God is a God of mercy and God of love, God forgives, praise God, God forgives, praise God. He is all-knowing, He is all-powerful, He is omnipresent. So He made a plan of redemption and that plan was Jesus Christ. Today we say we are going to inherit the kingdom of God as the children of God, praise God, even though we didn't deserve it. It is because of the blood, or, or it is because of the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, of Jesus Christ, of Jesus Christ. Let's just uh, uh, hold it there for today. Uh, uh, I don't know what's happening in my tongue. Um, it's, I'm tongue-tied, if you know what I mean, today. Eh, English, yeah, 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 yeah. It kills us Africans sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It kills us. It kills us. It kills us. It kills us. You know, it kills us. But it's okay. God is faithful all the time. Um, let us just pray and close it. Father, we thank you. We thank you, O oh Lord, for this day. We thank you, Father, for the word, O oh God, that lights up our minds and our souls and our hearts. Father, we pray that our hearts will be a good soul so that your word, O oh God, as a seed, will be able to grow until we come to the full knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Well, I am Latter-day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God. Until we meet again, stay safe and stay well. Uh, Bye-bye.